It's now time for our weekly conversation with New Mexico United owner and CEO, Peter Trevisani. Let's get caught up with anything and everything United. Here's Peter, Joe, and Sam. That's right, Team Talk. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser. Sam is uh, taking a break right now, but we do have President and CEO of New Mexico United, Peter Trevisani. So, Pete, let's get right into it. Match Saturday night, you get the early goal in the 13th minute by Nicky Hernandez, tied at the half, and then a couple of goals around 69 minutes, 72 minutes that changed everything, Pete. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was really disappointing. You know, we came out, we got that goal in the first we dropped him. So it was taken back. And, and um, you know, I think at the end of the day, we just, uh, you know, we just weren't tough enough, especially for that five minutes where they just, uh, they got one banger and then they come right back and score again. So it was just it was really disappointing, especially against the team that's been struggling. Yeah, and love to ask you these kind of questions about the road games. I mean, we've already talked about the league being like a coast-to-coast league, and your last two games epitomizes that. Uh, so I know in uh, Orange County they had the sellout 5,500 in Irvine. What was it like in Hartford when you faced uh, Athletic FC there, Pete? Well, they've really um, done a great job. This is a team that uh, has struggled on the field uh, to be you know polite. Uh, although they certainly didn't struggle against us, but you know historically they've been you know not a top performer, and um, they've got about a six thousand seat stadium that they that uh, the city built uh, with them back in 2018, 2019. and I would say they had uh, it was a solid you know seventy five percent filled up, uh, which which surprised me a little bit just given where they sit in the table. Uh, what what also surprised me in a really pl- pleasant way was how loud the fans were. I mean, they yeah. were, their supporters were loud. The individuals were really loud. They were screaming at every play. They were uh, uh, making a lot of noise. And they were very, they were really similar to our fans in, in New Mexico, where they were just very engaged with the run of play. So every foul, no foul didn't go unnoticed. Uh, any slight didn't go unnoticed. Plenty of booing and and uh, and cheering, and, and that's what you really want in any environment. So I'm really impressed with uh, what Bruce Mendel's built out in Hartford. Yeah, and again, uh, the key component in that, and of course uh, they ended up winning the match 2-1 to one over New Mexico United, was uh, here you're getting that kind of uh, percentage of capacity on a team or a franchise or a club that's that's struggling right now. It just goes to show you the, the, uh, the popularity of this game uh, coast-to-coast. So, uh, let's look forward, okay? Um, man, what a stretch uh, that New Mexico United has here. Uh, six games in where you go Saturday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. Uh, and uh, the good thing is five of those six games are at home starting on Saturday against uh, San Antonio, one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is just the gauntlet that you run through. Uh, in all professional sports, and it's, it, this is the this is where teams can hit the wall, and I think this is where you're going to start to see separation. Teams that uh, want it and want to be winners, and then other teams that uh, just feel like, hey, we're going to kind of coast, and, and you're going to see, uh, I think you're going to see a really tight table start to get divided. And our job right now uh, is, to, is to, you know, not uh, waste any opportunities ahead of us, uh, steal some points, and to keep moving up the table. Uh, and so having that many games in that short a period is going to really tax our depth. Uh, we've, you know, we struggle a little bit with depth on the roster. 
Uh, and, you know, we, we, you know, we have added Nikki. We, Hakobo got to play for the first time. Uh, Isaac Zaletta played against Sunderland. So we have some other guys that we could use and we're still in the market looking maybe to add one or two more pieces. And that's what we're going to go forward with and, and, uh, make sure that we've got the enough components to make a championship run. We're talking to Peter Trevisani. He joins us every week here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team president and CEO of New Mexico United. So you said at the front end, uh, disappointing uh, loss on Saturday. And, you know, we had these two matches. We knew they were not going to be easy, uh, Orange County and then uh, Hartford over a two-week period. Uh, I was saying on the air, you know, hey, if we could, you know, get four points, great, three points uh, would be fine. Uh, and uh, to come back with zero, I know, uh, was totally disappointing to uh, one-goal games, Pete. Yeah, it just really, really was disappointing. Look, Orange County, one of the top teams in the league right now. I think they're sitting up in third place or fourth place. and They've been uh, as hot as any team out there. And uh, and then to – and so, you know, that was a hard-fought one. Sure. Then we come out to Hartford, and I'm the first to kind of give teams props and talk about all the great things. You know, I think ultimately, while maybe there were enough things that we did that we could have won that game, we just didn't show enough grit, enough determination, and uh, and enough heart. And I think we need to address that. Uh, and I know that Coach Quill's addressing it and the players are addressing it. But when you have a New Mexico United shield sitting right over your heart, uh, it's got to mean um, more than what we showed on, on Saturday night in moments. And I just think we're at this point where we're going to make sure we push forward with, with the team and the players that, that care uh, about that, that shield in a way that it needs to be taken care of. Uh, and so... Uh, I, I think that you know there'll be probably some changes in the lineup over the next few games, and we're going to finally find our you know the eleven that want it the most, and that's what it's really going to come down to, and and those are the guys we're going to win with. And I'll tell you what, the good news is this, Pete, and, and you played Division One football at, at Boston College. You've been a sports fan since you can remember. The opportunity is there. I know we're stuck on 28 points. I mean, that, that you know, I, I see what Orange County has done, you know, since they were able to, to beat New Mexico, as you mentioned. But we're on 28, okay? But I see we're only four points out of the playoffs and six points out of hosting a home playoff game. Right. I mean, uh, right. I, you know, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but that's the way I look at it. This is opportunity time, like you said, the grit. The rubber meets the road is is right now until uh, the middle of October or the end of the re- uh, regular season, and you know it would be horrible not to have this opportunity. And man, five out of six games at the lab, Pete, uh, you couldn't ask yeah. for more opportunity than that. Absolutely, and I and I think that that's that's the beautiful thing. We're not sitting here with you know three four games left. We still have thirteen games left to play. It's thirty nine points on uh, on the table. Uh, and, but, you know, time is getting shorter. We've been saying that now since we probably had about, you know, since Coach Quill got here, and he's done a great job uh, getting this team turned around. It's been a much more exciting on the field. And, and for the most part, uh, this team is fighting really, really hard. And I don't want to, you know, you tend to overemphasize uh, the most current game. Uh, we do it as players, coaches, owners, fans, all constituents do that. But uh, I think right now we just have to, you know, we just have to realize that there's going to be moments that we have to just absolutely step up and seize, seize the moment. Sacramento was a great 
example where we did that. I think OC, we fought hard, we lost. And I think in Hartford, you know, being up one nothing going into the second half, we really had an opportunity to put that team away. We didn't do it. And I think that was three points in the road that we really were uh, expecting to get and wanted to get. And, and Hartford just fought harder. So going forward, we're playing literally, you know, we are playing the best team in the league again here. San Antonio's top of the table. I think if you pulled all the owners, uh, all the coaches, and they're being honest, San Antonio is regarded as the best team in the league. They're the defending champs. And so we're going to have to bring our absolute best game to the lab, and we're going to need every fan in there going crazy uh, to make it a fortress. And if we can do those things and play a, uh, a perfect game, we can come out of there with uh, with a big win. And that 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 could set us off in a totally different direction. No doubt about it. And I think the point you made is, you know, these these next six matches, five of which are at home, that's uh, 36 potential points on the line, and a lot can happen over the course of the next month. I'm optimistic. Coach Quill, man, middle of the season, but I've never heard him ever use him joining the team as, as any excuse. I mean, uh, he he thought he failed the team to some degree against Orange County uh, by not giving him adequate rest with his legs. Um, you know, obviously the, the loss to Hartford is, is disappointing, but that's the thing about Coach Quill is he doesn't back down and he's leaning into all this stuff, Pete. Oh, yeah. He, he is just about the truth. Uh, and our organization's about the truth. I think when you when you start lying to yourself, others, and telling stories and making a lot of excuses, uh, even if they're valid, you know, um, you start to get into a habit of making, you know, one excuse tends to lead to another. Before you know it, you, you realize it's a lot easier to make an excuse than it is to do the hard work it's going to take to get the result you want and whatever you're trying to achieve. And so Coach Quill leads by example. He works extremely hard, uh, and uh, he'll be the first one to admit when he, you know, he hasn't done something. Uh, at the level that's expected, and and then he also demands that that our staff and our players also you know perform at that level. And I think I think it just creates a level of accountability that is refreshing. Um, and uh, it's it's how we're gonna you know lay the you know more bricks down in our foundation uh, to and and build a championship club. So so I'm really excited. I you know I wouldn't change anything about the last two months uh, and. I'm really excited about our future. I, I see players rising up. I see the work we're doing at practice, and I know that that's going to pay off in the games. Uh, and um, and like you said, we're four points out of a six points out of a home playoff game. I think you said I mean, yep. that's 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 amazing. Yep. So uh, it's right there. It's right there. And we're going to be playing those teams ahead of us, right? We're going to be playing Oakland. They're going to be coming into town. Um, you know, we're going to be playing teams from, you know, San Antonio in our conference. So these, you know, those are like six point swing games and it's, it's our turn to make sure we get the six points and, and, uh, come away with the win and get some momentum back. We're not, I think the last thing I just say, we're not surprising anyone in the league anymore. There's a lot of film on us. They've seen how much more dangerous we are, that we've been doing some different things. They're reacting to try to take away what's been working for us. And our job is, you know, through the cat and mouse is to make sure we stay one step ahead of them. Uh, when they expect us to go one way, we're going to go another. To do one thing, we're going to do another. And, and uh, I love uh, our staff. We've got great strategists on that, that staff. And I'm really confident we're going to get to see some really good coaching and, and even better playing on the field. 
Well, I'll tell you what, the last impression you've made at home uh, that went over Sacramento, uh, 3-0, uh, that's a, a nice place to pick it up again uh, on Saturday at the lab. I, I can't remember it being as electric as it was that night, uh, you know, uh, you know that many times over the course of the many years there, uh, Pete. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's hone in on that, the positive vibes from that last home game, which was that W, and uh, people can get their tickets at... Uh, uh, NewMexicoUTD.com. That's NewMexicoUTD.com. Get your tickets for Saturday, and I'm encouraging you. Yeah, be part of this run. Five out of their next six games at home. Right. Be part of it. That's what the fan base is all about, Pete. And they're a big part of it. Uh, they're a significant part. Yeah, of it, and mean, you appreciate every one. Of course, and you know, we're five and two at home, and uh, you know, and I think that's. When you're at a home game on a summer night uh, with the sunset and, uh, you know, the beautiful weather and then a game that people are just going crazy for all 90 minutes, not just every once in a while, there, there's nothing like it. I think the, the fans that come out every game understand it. There's fans that have come out just for one game and they get it. And uh, especially if you're listening to this and you haven't been to a game yet, just come on out and get a $19 lawn seat and come, come with some friends. Even if you don't know soccer, you don't even – have to like think you like soccer, but come on out. I bet if you come to a couple games, you're going to start to really see what so many other people see. It's exciting. Uh, it's a community driven event that makes, you know, it's a, it's a team that makes New Mexico so proud. And, uh, so we need, we need our fans there to, and I'm expecting well over 10,000 again on Saturday night. That's kind of how I got into it, and a lot of people uh, that I know uh, have followed suit, Pete. Again, get your tickets to this uh, bunch of home games coming up, and uh, most importantly, Saturday night, 7 o'clock at the Lab. We'll have the game for you right here on 1017, uh, the team. All right, Pete, anything else, uh, or is that that pretty much covered a lot there, buddy? <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm excited. Uh, you know, we're focused, excited, determined, Um and and all these things, uh, these are great things to be. And I can't uh, remember a period. It's been a long time since this team's felt so dialed in and engaged, even though maybe the results the last few games have gone another way. Uh, everyone is, is on it, and no one's taking it for granted. So come on out and support. It's going to be San Antonio. They have such a talented team, and I can't wait to shut them down. And, and let's go make this happen for, uh, for New Mexico. Thank you so much, Pete. We'll see you Saturday night. Thanks, Joe. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right, that is Peter Trevisani. Pete, uh, Peter Trevisani, President and CEO of New Mexico United. More Team Talk when we come back. ESPN Radio 1017, the team.